Welcome back to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast. Today is interview day. We don't do a lot of interviews here on the podcast, but when we do, we are bringing the heat. And today's episode was one of the most requested episodes that I have gotten. So inside of Brand Mary Academy, I was talking about how within the past two years, I started focusing more on my cycle, my menstrual cycle. And I started to really learn more about my cycle as a woman and how that was affecting my ability to show up in my business specifically. Now, of course, it plays a role in all aspects of your life, but at the time, I was really wondering why I would be able to create a week's worth of podcasts one time and then attempt to do it the next month and could hardly get one done. That's when I started to look into cycle syncing and discovered so much about our cycles as women and how they play a role in what we're able to get done and how we feel. And so when I shared this inside of my program, everyone was like, we need an episode about this. Can you interview someone? And I knew exactly who I wanted to reach out to. Tiffany and Kelly from Beautiful One Midwifery are clients of mine. They've been clients of mine for a few years and it has been absolutely amazing to see their business grow. When they started off as midwives and in-person care to now offering a membership for women who are wanting to take control of their hormones and just feel better in their bodies using natural and alternative medicines. It has been amazing to watch their business and brand grow using social media and reels. And anytime I have a personal health related question, they're the first two that I turn to. So I am excited to share this interview with you today. We are going to break down the role that your cycle plays in your productivity, in your time management, in your overall health and wellness. These two dropped tons of knowledge and tips on how you can actually improve your cycle overall and different things to pay attention to. If this is a completely new topic for you, I encourage you to go in open-minded because it completely shift and transformed my life two years ago. And if this is a topic that you're already familiar with, I promise you that some of the tips that Tiffany and Kelly are going to share with you even blew my mind. Now, not only are they bringing incredible value to today's episode, but they also have a free gift just for you that we will link in the show notes. So be sure to head over to this week's blog or head over and click on the link in your podcast on Apple or Spotify to check that out. I can't wait to introduce you to these two powerhouse women. I love absolutely everything that they have been doing and how they show up for women. And I'm excited for you to learn more about how you can support yourself, which then of course will help support your business. Let's get into today's episode. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary podcast. Hi. Tiffany Kelly, thank you for joining me on the podcast. This is round two. As I mentioned in the intro, we had a wonderful first episode, which I deleted. But as you keep telling me, the second one is bound to be better. 
So welcome back. It absolutely is an honor to be back. And I, I have been through this also in recording of our podcast where we had a guest on who does not have ample time, is a guest on multiple podcasts, has her own stuff going, writes books, and we had to reach out to her and be like, I'm so embarrassed, but can we reschedule? Because we loved our conversation so much. And so we've been on both ends and totally get it. Perfect. And I have both of your cell phone numbers, so it made it a lot easier on my end. But uh, I think it's nice to let people know, especially because all of our listeners are entrepreneurs that, hey, this happens to everyone at every single level. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. What what you end up putting out is this somewhat polished and presentable. And those two things are important ways to be. Uh, But the behind the scenes is always such a fun look at what really happens in order to get the polished thing out uh, is a little bit hilarious sometimes. Yes, always. And I'm super jazzed about our second round because as I mentioned the first time, this was like a top requested episode. So inside of my community, Brand Mary Academy, so many of my members had heard me talk about what I had been doing with my hormone health and what I had been doing with my cycle syncing. And they were like, you need to have experts on the podcast. So naturally I reached out to the two of you because you helped me on my journey as well. So could you take a few minutes to just share a little bit more about the two of you, your journey? Because I think your story of entrepreneurship is so fun and beautiful to watch and kind of what you're really helping women with today. Yeah. So we are two home birth midwives um, in San Diego and beyond quote, just birth support um, and the medical care that goes along with that, we also have Um, from the get-go have created our practice to support women in all seasons of life. So from young girls going through puberty, all the way through women in menopause needing extra hormonal support. And it's been such a cool thing to witness across all of these life seasons, some of the same foundations and some of the same supportive things um, be so impactful and life-changing Uh, just on so many levels. So we, uh, Tiffany and I found each other when we were both student midwives and we knew we wanted to build a joint practice um, or, you know, a joint business together, recognizing the other had skills that the other didn't, right? We could fill different needs and holes, um, but also just for like that emotional support and just bearing the burden of what it is to run a business, run a medical practice, all of that. Um, But in the midst of this practice that we've built, we sort of stumbled and it really was stumbling into content creation and recognizing that we could start reaching other people beyond just the women that were walking through our doors. Mm -hmm. And that really started firing us up. And we've sort of leaned into that creativity and that um, business mindset together, but also a huge help as being members of... uh, your academy as well. That's been a game changer. I love that. Thank you for saying that. And I think what's really been fun for me to watch uh, with y'all is just kind of how your offer suite has also shifted based on the content that you were creating. Because, uh, you know, when you started showing up and talking about some of these topics on social media, you really started taking off, which, you know, from this side looking in, I'm like, oh, okay. And then the membership was kind of born from that. So can you talk a little bit about the membership that you have created and what it 
offers, and then we'll get into more of the nitty gritty of actual hormonal health and cycle syncing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we're always learning from you, Michelle, about scaling and scaling in so many different ways. And that just looks different for every single business, right? But as we were looking at how do we uh, put our entrepreneurial effort to work for us in the best way possible, it really was creating a hub of all of our knowledge and expertise ready to consume on demand in a membership type, you know, style offer. And so we knew that women were looking for one-on-one care. We knew that they were looking for holistic care. We knew that they were uh, searching for answers that were outside of what their typical doctor visits and checkups and things that they're reading online were able to support. And so we created a space where we can use our knowledge about well woman information and how women can navigate really common health issues and difficulties and challenges by supporting their system naturally. And it's really exciting for us to be able to offer in such a concentrated way. And you probably learned this with some of the things that you put together, but we end up, you know, diving deep into things, learning a whole lot more about them in order to just provide a really robust experience for our own Mm -hmm. clients and customers. Um, And so Kelly and I have actually been the recipients of our own advice and information over these past few months. And it really creates accountability in a group setting like that, because we're all wanting to actually walk out what we're learning and saying and doing. Um, And so there's just nothing like that community aspect of being on a journey together, especially one that is just so entrenched with, you know, daily life and how we are as women outside of our health and how we use those pieces in business, in relationship, in, you know, absolutely every single aspect of life. Yeah. And I see like you're talking about, I see some crossover, right? Because I think when it comes to, especially like marketing, I talk about, there's so many different ways to market and there's so many different ways to do that, that it's important to kind of find your own path and kind of chip away at it in a way that makes sense for you. And it's the same when it comes to hormone health. And so having that community to kind of pull from and have these expert resources makes it a lot easier because we are all busy (laughs) and we have a lot going on. Um, And it's so fun to watch the two of you model that behavior. I'm lucky because I know both of you personally. And so I, I, you're like the guinea pigs in my mind. I'm like, oh, it's worked for them. Great. I'm going to go ahead and try it now rather than trusting a stranger on the internet. And we see that actually a lot in our membership too. And it's not just coming from us of like, here's our favorite thing. It's now in, you know, community forum, women supporting each other. Like, oh, I've been trying this thing, you guys. And I can vouch for it, or I researched this thing that they mentioned, and this is like my jam. And I just want to share like all of my positive experiences. And so that's what we love too, is seeing, I'm sure you see this in your academy too, like when, when the information is like synergistic and you see not only impacting somebody, but then them wanting to, you know, share and impact somebody else, you just witness the tree getting bigger of the impact and that is so encouraging to us because our our hope would be, you know, that we put ourselves out of a job in a, the next generation or something, right? That like women would know these things and just have easy access to them. But uh, that's not the way that the things are really playing out right now. And so it's a sweet little spot that we get to encourage women. They get to encourage their kids um, if they have kids and 
hopefully we just see that growing over generations too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I have noticed a lot inside of, you know, my programs is just this concept of productivity and doing all of the things. And I think that's what really led me to cycle syncing in the beginning. You know, we could nerd out about hormone health all day, every day. We got niche it down for this episode, but you know, when I'm thinking about, you know, how much we have to show up as entrepreneurs, as content creators, admin, bookkeepers, you know, we're actually working with our clients, creating the course material. It's a lot. Not only that, but we have to show up in our actual personal lives as well with our children, with our relationships. And one of the things that one I noticed very quickly when I started paying attention to my cycle is that I was able to give when I had the energy to give, and then I was able to modify my schedule and pull back when I needed to. Uh, and I think that's what's most intriguing to my community. So to kick this off, can you share a little bit about what cycle syncing even is for anyone listening that, you know, has no idea. Yeah, absolutely. So the concept of cycle syncing, and there's so many layers that you can go into this and I'm continually going, I'm still, I'm consuming material right now from other providers that is allowing me to go deeper and deeper into some of those ideas. So, but the very surface level of cycle syncing is knowing where you're at in your cycle. So tracking your cycle is the first thing that you need to do. You need to know what day of your cycle you're on and you need to have a method for tracking that. Uh, We have a lot of resources on our website for that. And uh, then you need to take that information and have some kind of concept of what is your body trying to do for you. The menstrual cycle is essentially just a perpetual cycle and a system of trying to get and keep you pregnant, no matter where you are in your own family planning or your desire to be pregnant or not be pregnant. That is what your body is trying to do. And so sometimes as women, I think we get really at odds with that fact, especially if we do not want to be pregnant. That is a really infuriating part of experiencing that every single month. Um, But when we recognize that that's how we were designed and created and we can work with it, that it is a good thing that our body goes through that cycle, uh, it's empowering. And then we have the tools that we need to work with our body instead of hating it and trying to work against it constantly. Um, And all so many things come into play once you understand what your cycle's doing and where you're at specifically inside of that menstrual cycle. Because like you said, Michelle, Uh, the hormones that are at play affect every single part of our well-being. And some of us have some really intense symptoms around certain parts of our cycle. And so being able to capture that and gathering information about what's happening in your body uh, then allows you to turn around and actually do something in order to create more balance. Yeah. What I find is that it's incredibly empowering. You know, I've, I've been on a health journey overall for a number of years and it wasn't until I really got in touch with this aspect of my health that I was able to start catching things early or again, recognize things like I used to feel really down on myself because I couldn't record three podcasts in a day when the week before I was like nailing it. And then I quickly realized that oh my gosh, a lot of this has to do with the energy that I have, my mental clarity around my cycle. What 
I know this question is going to come up. So what would you say to someone who doesn't know their cycle? Like, you know, I have friends who are, you know, don't do not experience a period for whatever reason, or we have members of our community who are, you know, in, you know, menopause, like what would be kind of their first step to get started? Yeah, I think no matter what season of life you're in, I think a daily rhythm of checking in with your body and with like your your mind, what is going on both, you know, your emotions that day, was it particularly particularly on edge? Were you um, noticing that you were more angry with somebody than usual for something little, right? Um, Red flag. (laughs) Yes, right. And then you're starting to check in with your body too, right? Like, oh gosh, I was kind of crampy today, or I did notice more mucus than usual. You may not have any idea what that cramping means for you or what that mucus means for you. But when you start to gather the information daily and log it somewhere, I think that apps, even though I'm like big fan of pen and paper stuff, I think apps are so helpful because they trigger you with the questions like how were, did you have a headache today? And then you can really think about like, how actually was I feeling? And it makes you take a step back to think about what's going on in your body. And then as you create your own baseline and you understand what your normal is, whether that is actually abnormal, right? But what your common thread is for your rhythm, um, then you start to notice, oh, interesting, that is coming on day 50 of my really long cycle. Or, oh, I am noticing that there are certain times of the month that my cervical mucus is more plentiful. I wonder if that does correlate to when I'm ovulating. Let me look at this, right? And you can start to see patterns of what your normal actually is. And I think it starts to demystify what's going on with your body because many women are just sort of detached from it. Um, even, Even women who like generally know their cycles, if you're not in a season of like, really actively trying to get pregnant or even actively trying to not get pregnant. Like we see this a lot with like men who have had vasectomies, right? Their wives are like, well, it doesn't matter anymore, right? I'm just not really going to think about it. And then all of a sudden things start to pop up and they're like, oh, actually it's not just about pregnancy, right? So Mm -hmm. even though that's what your body really wants to do, we are just rhythmic creatures by nature. And so learning to kind of honor that rhythm is the heart of cycle syncing is to take a step back, connect with your body, connect with that natural rhythm. And then as needed, we can add in things of support to kind of neutralize or support that rhythm to either come into more of a normal rhythm or right for women in menopause, even all, almost all of the same hormonal balancing suggestions we have mm-hmm. uh, also count and also work um, and are supportive in that season too. So I think really it is just kind of stepping back and giving yourself a moment to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. And like, listen, listen to your body and like, look for the signs. And I love what you said about common thread, you know, and just like really, I guess, paying attention to that over the course, you know, I'm obsessed with a 90 day situation. So we're going to use 90 days here, but like for 90 days and see what is your body telling you? And then, you know, like you said, we're going to talk about some tips uh, to get started because there are a lot of things that you can do. And so, you know, you want to start small and, and, and then grow. Otherwise it can get really overwhelming. I think that's true for all health related (laughs) situations, but you know, let's talk a little bit about why this is so important. We've touched on a few different pieces, but when you see someone who is really connected with their cycle, honoring their cycle, what are the benefits? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, the benefits are, I mean, number one, you, you just are in touch with yourself and we are holistic beings. And so it's not just what's happening in your vagina. It's not just what's happening with your emotions. It's not just happening with how well, you know, how, how great mental clarity is or your mental health that day or how you feel physically, all of those pieces matter. And so like Kelly said, slowing down, touching base, just being aware, being somebody who is present and living in your body, I think is probably the most beneficial because when we're present as women, it allows us to show up for other people better too, because we can have self-control, we can self-regulate, we can have awareness that informs us how to go about interacting <laughs> with our world, right? Um, and so some of the other benefits of cycle thinking are being able to solve some period problems. We call the we call the menstrual cycle itself and just understanding the signs of it, the fifth vital sign for women. It's so important that it's as it's as beneficial to know as your pulse, your blood pressure, your respiration rates, all these things that moment by moment are keeping us healthy. We need to know that vital sign in our cycle also. And so you can kind of decode potential problems happening in your cycle, whether it's having trouble with uh, getting pregnant, having awful, uh, painful periods, um, having inconsistent or irregular cycles, not ever knowing when your period is going to come. Um, and some of those pieces can kind of build some scaffolding in for women to have a holistic view of themselves. I think as entrepreneurs, we tend to want to have the same structure all the time because our checklist just feels better if we're taking all the same things off and feeling like we're accomplishing our to-do list constantly. Right. And so an entrepreneur woman who is interested in sinking her cycle is going to be embracing the, the truth of, we cannot be the same woman every single day. We cannot be the same entrepreneur every single day. We cannot participate in all the same things every single day. We have to adapt to where we're at. And like you said, Michelle, the 90 day concept, right? Okay. So as we're mapping out our next quarter, we're looking at where we're going to be in our cycles then if we have tracked our cycle and we've done a little bit of fine tuning with our cycles and they're going to be somewhat predictable for most women and being able to see in your 90 day planning where you're going to be ovulating for your absolute best chance at creativity, right? Mm -hmm where you're going to be menstruating, where you potentially need to like take it a little bit low and do like a lot of behind the scenes stuff. That might not be the, that might not be the week that you're going to schedule a whole lot of podcast interviews or video recordings. You're just not going to feel like being in the forefront, right? That's when you're going to catch up on your bookkeeping and, you know, potentially do some editing, but maybe not writing copy that week, right? So Update the website for the hundredth time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So there's ways to plan out how you're going to run your business uh, with some of those cycle pieces in mind that could be so beneficial for women to harness it, to harness that power. Yeah. Yeah. That is the biggest thing that I have really noticed. And I know I keep talking about that, the productivity, because I, I, as entrepreneurs, I think it's really easy to 
get down on yourself, like you're losing steam or you're losing momentum. Or I have clients who tell me, man, I could not write an email to save my life this week or writing my blog took forever. And I think that's one of the reasons that I'm such a fan of systems, right? Because when you have these systems in place and you can create kind of a structure, you know that during you know your ovulation, you can batch record a bunch of videos, which is something that I do. When I am menstruating, I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> like, And I know that now, but I used to wonder, like, why did my webinar tank? Because I felt like crap. And I was like, you know, because I happened to plan it on day two of my cycle. You know, it's, it's allowed me to work more harmonious with my business. And I think that that allows us to thrive as entrepreneurs and CEOs and stop being so hard on ourselves through the process. Yeah. And I, I see that so much, especially the way that we show up on social media. Um, so it may not be a lot of, uh, visits that we have that week or something, but being on in that space, um, I've noticed that I've had weeks where, Throughout the week, I'm like, man, I feel like I am scraping the barrel of the bottom, like barrel, absolute bottom, um, because I'm, I just don't have it, right? But as the week progresses, and potentially I'm getting closer into my ovulatory phase, which Tiffany mentioned, is usually the time when all of that creativity starts to explode. I love sharing that with people, though. Granted, we have a type of business that that is very relatable and usable content. Yeah. Not every business owner is going to want to explain their menstrual cycle to their audience, but it's been so encouraging for me to share and to get the feedback of women who are like, oh gosh, yeah, that actually really does make sense. I noticed that in myself too. And even just that little bit of awareness for them gives me grace for myself too, of like, yeah, I'm not alone in this. This is, I'm not just in a vacuum by myself experiencing this. And I can look ahead for the month and be like, do I need to batch create something that particular week or that weekend? I'm going to have some time. And a few weeks ago, that's exactly what I did. My husband was like, you were on a tear. And I was like, nobody talked to me. I have all these ideas and I can finally get them out after, you know, a handful of days before even just being like, well, I guess I'm just out of ideas. Yeah, I guess I have nothing left. Got to close my business. And like two days later, it's like, everything is awesome. And I think that's such a helpful reminder that there is a rhythm to what we are doing here. And it actually really does matter. So having some grace on ourselves in those times where we can't quite live up to the ovulatory version of ourselves um, really does go a long way, but it really does take understanding where you're at to actually understand why you potentially are the way you are um, or how, why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Not everybody is so obviously in this shift. There are some women I know uh, who are men, like while they're menstruating are just like, oh yeah, yeah I still have all of the same creativity and whatever. And I'm like, that's really, yeah, that's really great for you. That is not me. And I can accept that for myself Mm -hmm. um, and not try to force something that isn't there. Yeah. I love that you said the word grace. Cause that's literally what I was thinking. It's like, it allowed me to give myself some grace and not be so hard on myself. And we talked about two of the stages of the cycle. Can we touch on the others as well? Yeah, absolutely. Can I give your listeners just like a rundown of what we're looking at as we're noticing things in our cycle and what's happening hormonally and how to like maximize that? Yes. Take it away. 
Okay. So the cycle starts with your period beginning. I think a lot of women imagine their cycle ends with their period because it feels like, oh, you're done with that. And now we're starting fresh when your period's over, but actually your period starting is day one of your cycle. And a lot of women are familiar with your energy is low. Maybe your iron stores have been decreasing while you're bleeding. You need more rest. Uh, but you need a little bit of blood flow for menstrual discomfort too. So you need to have some gentle movement happening inside of your body. The two weeks leading up to ovulation include this menstrual week. And that's when estrogen is rising to trigger that egg release. And so all these hormones are really our friends as we're able to see how they're working and be able to support them. But one of the things that we love to have women incorporate in this stage is just really nourishing foods, warm comfort foods, not high in carbs necessarily, but really nutrient dense. And so it's hard to say this in the very middle of summer, but we're talking about like stews and soups and slow cooked meats and broths and teas are all the types of foods that women want to lean into. And when you consider those types of foods and the season of the year that those foods usually seem the most appealing, that's going to tip you off to the type of movement and activity and energy level that you're going to have too. It's kind of like the winter of your month. And so you're going to want to be doing slower, more gradual, more gentle movement and activities throughout your day. Then week two, your period is ending and you're preparing for ovulation. And this is when we get to see that energy boost, that creativity boost. And in order to support that estrogen rising really quickly towards ovulation, you want to uh, increase your protein, increase the weight and intensity in your exercises. You want to really start to embrace sweating in saunas and exercise and all the detox habits to help your liver uh, be able to process all of that estrogen. You want uh, everything to be kind of like fresh and light. We call this like the spring of the menstrual cycle. And you want to boost your body's ability to to metabolize estrogen as it's rising steadily towards ovulation. And so we recommend a lot of gut supporting foods, sprouted and fermented like um, sauerkraut, fermented dairy, fermented dairy alternatives, bone broth, those kinds of things that are really gut nourishing and broccoli and cruciferous vegetables are really important for supporting DIM, which is something that your liver is able to use in order to metabolize estrogen for you. And then lots and lots of fiber at this stage also supports your liver's ability to metabolize estrogen. And then the second half of your cycle happens after you ovulate. And this is the part that is basically the same for all women. So women who have any variation in their cycle, it's going to be in those first two weeks leading up to ovulation. And a lot of us look to the menstrual cycle um, and the, the period starting as this, the basis of our cycle, but it's actually ovulation that is the star of our cycle, because that is what influences what happens in that first period of time. So women who have really short cycles, it means that that first part of their 
cycle building up towards ovulation is shorter. And women who have really long cycles, it means that their buildup to ovulation is really long. And as we look at unpacking some of those hormonal issues and activities, it lets us know that first phase of the cycle is dominated by estrogen. And the second phase of the cycle is dominated by progesterone. And so as we're able to see how long it takes the average woman to ovulate, we can start to kind of decode some of those um, hormone issues. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the luteal phase is the two weeks that lead up to menstruation. This is pretty much the same for every woman. This is about 13 to 15 days post ovulation. You are going to start your period and we can start to support that process. Now, this is a time to embrace moderate exercise again, be getting in lots of fiber because with the increase in progesterone, our bowels tend to slow down a little bit. That might resonate with some women, uh, really emphasizing green leafy vegetables to fight the inflammation that can happen as we're leading up into that space and then just continued liver support. Mm-hmm. Week three. So we have two phases of the cycle, right? And we have four weeks generally two weeks inside of each phase, week three, I call ovulation recovery. (laughs) That is when progesterone raises the core body temperature. And so sleep hygiene is especially important because women who have monthly sleep issues typically experience that around this third week in their Mm. cycle. Um, So being really careful to get to bed early, to decrease screen time before bed, to support your circadian rhythm by being outside in natural light at some point in the day um, and reducing the temperature in your room during that week can be really helpful too to kind of support your sleep stuff. Um, And then finally, week four is preparing for menstruation and our metabolic rate actually increases during this week. And so women who use the week before their period to Uh, kind of recover and prepare for their period upcoming can have easier periods in their first week coming up because your body really wants to be preemptively nourished. So women Mm -hmm. who feel like they're being totally taken out by their period every single month should pay special attention to this last week of their cycle and really allow that to be a nourishing recovery week so that they're not playing catch up as their period begins. Uh, So paying a little bit more attention to rest, having some lower intensity exercise. If uh, this is uh, for women who do any kind of fasting or keto style eating, this is not the time to do it. It's really important for progesterone to be able to build as high as it needs to uh, for a healthy cycle to uh, be able to utilize more complex carbs and not be depriving the body of regular intervals of that during this point in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a good time to lean into magnesium rich foods also like spinach, dark chocolate, uh, magnesium helps fight fatigue and low libido, which is usually a part of this PMS week, right? Um, and increases your serotonin naturally. So it's able to curb some of those intense food cravings for sugar and more simple carbs. Ways to do that would be like eggs, nuts, seeds, salmon, cheese. Those are all high sources of magnesium. 
Um, and then embracing exercise, sunshine, and again, that gut health piece is a great way to take care of yourself in that fourth week. Amazing. I really love that every week is not the same, you know, and I think, I think sometimes it can be difficult for those of us who are very habitual creatures like myself. Um, and that was, again, listening to what you're saying, I started to modify my workouts to kind of reflect where I was in my cycle, which I noticed had a huge impact on like actually my body's ability to tone up and kind of like lose weight. Cause that was kind of a goal that I had during that season of life. And it, I think it's really important again, to just like pay attention that you cannot just do the same thing every single day of your cycle and expect the same results or the same like energy input into it. And so I think having this knowledge really equips women, especially our listeners in this case, to start to look at these different pieces. And it's not just business related. Like we said, it's fitness, it's health. And everything you shared was basically besides food was free. Like these are just things we already have at our disposal. And that's what we love too, is being able to share like this, it may sound complicated if you don't really know your body or you've never done anything intentional like this with really planning out your month, not based on your to-do list, but really based on who you are, right? And where you're at hormonally. But when we lean into it, we do see women who have experienced, it's like a metabolic health hack that not a lot of people are necessarily talking about, or really a lot of people I don't think are necessarily willing to take the step to slow down so much in order to find that progression in their hormonal health, in their metabolic health, in their business health too. And so um, what's, what's cool about that is that we see women who really take this on for themselves. And just like you're saying, end up PRing on a week where they were like, wow, last week I could not do that. Um, or they find themselves being willing to slow down like, oh, I usually am like dripping sweat at the end of my workout, but today I'm just doing a recovery ride because I need to move my body, but I want to honor where I am also. And so that is just, it's another layer of grace that we can give ourselves, right? Some mm -hmm. pushing when we need it and some pulling and some rest when, when we do too. Um, and so we, we love sharing that information with people who come into our office people on, you know, social media in our membership and with your people now too, we did create because it feels a bit, it can feel a bit overwhelming thinking mm -hmm. about that. We did create a roadmap uh, freebie for anybody who's interested in learning a little bit more with a lot of what Tiffany went over to just show your week and what some kind of highlights of those weeks are understanding what your body is doing that week hormonally, what it's desiring these are the kind of things that I wish I was just thinking about like my high school biology class and understanding, you know, trying to take a test and be like, estrogen does this thing, completely having no clue how it actually impacted me as a young woman, right? Really a detriment to me growing, growing up and even being a young woman, not truly understanding her cycle um, and what it actually meant for um, way too long. And so the more women that we can get to even if they're not going to cycle sync, right, with these uh, different tips, at least understanding what your body is saying to you and slowing mm -hmm. down to listen to that is just leaps and bounds um, ahead of anything that I experienced as a young woman. But then we get to understand why it's doing what it's doing. 
And I feel like that leads women to want to do stuff like this because we want to support our bodies in what they are doing already. That's the best way that we can, we can support it, right? Your body wants to do this thing well. And what can we do to layer in the support so that your body is also living its best lady life too? Best life. You know, I think the biggest thing that I have recognized as an entrepreneur, and I've been pretty big on preaching is that like the more that you take care of like your body, your body will take care of you and you will be better in business. The more that you like take care of your hobbies and your sleep and all these different things, the better you will actually be in a business. And it's just not stuff that anyone talks about. You know, it's like, oh, do this brand, launch this website, marketing, all important. But these are the sustainable practices that we have to have. And it just, it makes you better as a business owner. Also, so just as you were talking about high school, I was thinking, man, I would love to go back and see when I took like my ACTs and where I was in my cycle. Cause I took them and they were horrible every single time. <laughs> You're like, I know more than this. Right. And gosh, all of the hacking that could have happened in my life, if I knew my cycle better would have been, um, you know, life-changing, but we all go through what we go through for a reason. Right. And we get to a place, but then when we start to learn this stuff, now we're like, Oh, I can't unlearn it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I can maybe try to push it down for a little bit, but then exactly what you're saying, your body will let you know when it's not, when it's not happier, when it needs more. And so this is a sweet way for women to take a step back and, and offer more. Yeah. I love that. I love that you created that cycle syncing roadmap. That is amazing. You also have a lot of other resources on your website and on your Instagram. So I hope everyone checks those out. We will obviously link those in the show notes, but what would you say are like three key you know, starting points that you would recommend someone listening to this podcast to take if they are interested and ready to jump into understanding their cycle and actually syncing their cycle. Yeah. I think like you said, Michelle, there's a lot of information on our website. People will be able to find a lot of free information. If you want to learn more about your cycle, it is available to you. There is no shortage of, of learning more in that area. Right. Um, I think women really getting in touch with what makes them feel the best and figuring out how to enjoy, what is the appropriate place to enjoy that the most in their cycle is going to make it personally meaningful. If you know that like this type of exercise makes you really happy and you can see at where it's going to fit the best in with how your body is going to be able to integrate that, then great. If you love a certain type of food and knowing that it's coming up in a certain week that you get to like really embrace that and know this is like really, this is going to be really good. This is the time when I need to be eating these types of foods. I'm doing something good for my body. Um, it just sets, it sets a rhythm, but it makes it personal, makes it matter. Um, when you're able to kind of check that out, for yourself. And I think we don't, I don't know if we do that enough as women. I don't know if we, I don't know if we take the time to sit down and say, this gives me a whole lot of joy. And, uh, maybe someone at some point has told me that I'm not supposed to do this every single day, or I'm not supposed to enjoy this at this level every single day. I think cycle syncing can kind of allow us to put those, some of those pieces into an appropriate place for where it belongs in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think recognizing how how we feel because of it is such a helpful piece. Like all it does is just help snowball more of those changes. Um, certainly, taking a step back and actually tracking 
your cycle um, and being willing to make like the quote sacrifice, right? Of even just a couple minutes of doing that um, will be, will really pay off because I think, yes, this is like a nice idea, but really the sweetness is in connecting with what's actually going on in your body and knowing your body well enough. There's nothing better than looking at your calendar and being like, okay, I have a vacation planned here. I know I'm not going to be on my period because I know where I'm at in my cycle, right? Or planning out, this is when I'm traveling. You know, maybe I won't go on week three when I really know I struggle with sleep. So maybe I should try for that week two instead, right? Looking looking ahead and starting to actually plan just feels really good. Um, one of my favorite things that we actually linked in the cycle syncing roadmap for um, creating a little bit more stability in your cycle. If you're somebody listening, who's like, yeah, my cycles are like six weeks or, you know, maybe they've been three or something. Um, a very easy, straightforward, uh, effective and gentle, um, approach is actually called seed cycling. And so it sounds like uh, seed cycling, cycle syncing, it's all, it's all kind of, yes. But it's the idea of like when Tiffany talked about the two phases of our cycles, the first two weeks, the second two weeks um, of providing your body what you need in those two week uh, seasons, right? Mm -hmm. And um, in these ground up seeds and you're cycling out which seeds you're taking at certain times of the month. I love it so much because not only have I seen personal benefits from it and benefits into our, in our clients, but what it comes down to is the same thing as cycle syncing, right? Is recognizing where am I at in my cycle? What is my body trying to do in that particular week, in that particular season of my cycle and honoring that, giving it what it actually wants and then witnessing how your body responds so happily and so willingly. And so we've seen a lot of women find a lot of, um, stability in their cycle and normalization of their cycle, even with something that's just that simple. Yeah. I have to admit, I got to get on that one. I was really skeptical and tried it as like, a, I saw this on Instagram and maybe I should do it so that we can make a podcast episode about it. And I tried it for a couple months and was like, Oh, I actually didn't think I had any like real big cycle problems. And I realized I'd been missing out on even easier cycles than before. And yeah. so it, it really kind of flipped the switch in my head of understanding um, even just a baseline of this idea of cycle syncing and the idea of giving your body what it needs when it needs it. Yeah. My favorite is food. You know, food is fuel. And I love that almost all the examples that you shared were like ways that we can really use food to nourish our bodies and nourish our minds. And so I love that. And I love that you also synced the seed cycling for anyone who is like ready to take that next step. Cycling cycles <laughs> all over. Yep. <laughs> I love it. All right. Like I said, we love you over here at Brand Mary. I love the both of you so much. You're my go-to pretty for every question, hormone, all the different things. Um, but now other people have access to you via your membership, which at the time of this release, the doors are open. So can you share where our listeners can go if they want to learn a little bit more about the membership and you know get the two of you in their back pocket to help them with all of their hormone health? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course we would just love to impact more women's lives and especially women who 
are kind of on the same mission that we are as entrepreneurs, right? It's such a special little um, niche of uh, women. (laughs) We're a special crowd. We're a special (laughs) group of people. We need all the help we can get. Yeah. Um, and so the, the way to get the information about if this is the right place for you lady to jump in and support yourself would be on our website, beautifulwomenwithfree.com. We'll take you to all the information that you'd like to know about the membership, but, uh, probably, some of the highlights of what are available in there are access to Kelly and I. So we try to remain as available as possible in various ways. Um, Really similar to your academy, Michelle, you gave us a really great blueprint for a successful online community. And so we have teaching demonstrations and we have new content being added into our resource library every single month. And we have certain topics that we unpack together as a community every month. And it's a place to ask other women questions or what they're going through. It's just a wealth of compiled knowledge. I I have learned things from women inside of our community. So it's just a great place to be and learn and mostly just say, I'm going to, I'm going to make this a priority. I'm going to work on my health. That's what, that's what it's really designed to do is to create some structure around getting into the healthiest version of yourself. Yeah. I love that. Definitely check it out. And as we've mentioned before, you know, entrepreneurship is hard y'all. And like, there are a lot of different things that we can do that aren't marketing and art branding that can actually help us show up and give our all. And this is definitely one of the areas that I have seen the biggest impact. So thank you to both of you for sharing your knowledge with us. And I'm sure I'll have you back again to talk about some other fun topic soon. I'm sure we can sync or cycle something else. That'll be great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> thank, thank you so you much again. for having us. Bye. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. Reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people. You're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.